All right, guys. This is like a different episode for us. Yeah. It's Sunday. We not I nighttime. don't know the last time we've recorded on a weekend. I don't during know. During the day. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Studio's falling down. Studio's falling down. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to Society 97. I'm Kellen. And I'm Emily. And let's get into another episode. Yeah, I know. I couldn't tell you the last time we did it during the day on a weekend. It's normally a Tuesday night after we both worked or like, well, me now just lounging around. Yeah, Yeah, I feel like my brain normally at by the end of the day, I'm kind of in like crazy mode because it's just like, you know, like, I don't know. Well, you don't have like nieces or nephews or anything but like you know when little kids get like the my family calls them the tired wilds and it's like you're so tired that you're kind of just like i feel like i get delusional yeah exactly yeah sometimes we're at a point where like i feel like we're just silly because we're like we're done for the day yeah we're like this this is our true selves people sorry yeah this is more of like uh my meds are still working i have more organized thoughts which really just means uh my consciousness is a little bit too zeroed in yeah it's a little more so, dulled it's yeah dulled down yeah so we'll see how this goes <laughs> yeah so apologies up on the front but you know what i'm saying oh i look like i have no pants on in the viewfinder so so that's a little plug for our youtube channel yeah. <laughs> um you guys can go over to sign 97 on youtube where we post vlogs every single tuesday and the video version of the podcast every single friday yeah and if you're lucky kellen won't have shoes or socks on in the video and you'll get some nice feet shots honestly dude you I'm, you stay exposing the dogs i'm on doing the it YouTube for free channel. at this point yeah that's what i'm saying like it's, you're just putting it all out there well going into last week's episode <laughs> maybe i'm trying yeah I'm just kidding. <laughs> no but it's because i'm just more comfortable without shoes on well also like socks. also our studio if you guys didn't know is like in kellen's house so like you're just comfy already because it's like your home yeah you know it's what I mean? true it's my house yeah and this is just it's my guest room technically but i've dedicated it to the podcast space and a cracked out makeup vanity yeah (laughs) yeah i mean that shit has seen some better days i think i think i just need to re re revamp it yeah a nice remodel i have thoughts yeah i have thoughts actually so my thought is so in my hallway i have like a tall mirror Mm-hmm. For people that don't know, but there's like space there, and I found. In case a, you've never been to Gallon's house. In case you've never been here, um, <laughs> I've had, I've had a couple of listeners. My mom, yeah. my sister, you hey, know, there you they've go. been here. My cousin, oh, he's been here. There you go. You know? So for the rest of you folks yeah. who haven't been here, I have a, a really tall mirror in my hallway, and there's room on that like wall. So I kind of want to get rid of that mirror, mm. put it in my room, like hanging in my room, and then get like a vanity that like fits inside, like. Oh, that yeah. space and then have like a chair that goes underneath it so it's like out of the way out of the way and then this can actually just be like yeah whatever so if we want to start having guests and stuff on we can like actually put a chair over there and make it more like conversational mm. than like have them like weirdly sitting next to us <laughs> yeah. so i'm like that's like been my thought process but like yeah money yeah and doing it yeah so baby steps that. we're just getting the kitchen yeah started and it's been two years so yeah, I mean, I feel that. I've been in this, like, itch to, like, redecorate really bad. 
and one of my friends is moving to Nashville and so after like my lease is up we're going to live together and so I'm just like waiting because I'll have like a new space to decorate and like I'll also have like extra money to be able to like buy stuff because I'll be splitting rent with somebody Mm -hmm. which fucking praise God uh and so but I feel that it's like I want to do all of these things but like the bank account is is zero right no actually it was funny <laughs> one of my friends today he like sent me this meme I have to read it it was funny because we always send each other um like I could be really stylish and really cool but like I just don't have money no I don't have money right now personally I don't have the energy to give into that but I was mm-hmm. actually uh talking to my therapist about this this past week and therapy which is actually like a nice segue into this week's episode mm-hmm. but I was telling her how I just feel like I don't know who I am right now. Mm. I feel like I'm in like a transition part of my life where like I hate my style. I hate my hair. I hate my clothes. I hate my house. I hate like, yeah, I hate everything and I want to just change it all, but don't have the funds. Yeah. Number one, don't really have the energy to put into like finding stuff that would be in the tax bracket of myself. Yeah. To fit that aesthetic. Right. And then also I just feel like, like me leaving my job and me doing like trying to like figure out like next steps of my life. I just feel like so lost. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I just feel right now that I'm in this like weird stage in life where it's like, I don't know. The only answer I have for myself is I don't know. Yeah. What do you want to wear? I don't know. Yeah. Close. I think a lot of that comes from like, you have to like almost look at your life from like a different person's point of view and what I mean by that is like when I was like in the process of like finding I not that I've found my style but I've definitely found what I'm more comfortable in yeah and like I found like what I like wearing and what I like seeing on my body and like influences from that from like whatever because I've found people who like I like their style so yeah like I'm able to look at that like whatever but like in order for me to do that, I had to literally just like take a moment and look at everything that I had and be like, okay, if this was like, I had no previous knowledge about why I bought any of these things or like why I think I like it, what would I do with it? And I literally just like went through my shit and was like, get rid of, get rid of, get rid of, Honestly, get rid of, I'm get about rid of. to. Because like, and that's like why I started that Poshmark because mm-hmm. I was like, A, I have so many clothes that like I know are good pieces, but like they're just not you and me anymore. anymore yeah and be like i want to buy new clothes but i don't have the money for right. it right so like that was like that but like you literally have to go in with like no preconceived like ideas about your things mm-hmm. and be like does this new version of me want it right but my thing is okay so i just don't even know what i want that to be yeah i like i just feel so like blah with everything and like i do like my style like when i like get dressed up to like go out and mm-hmm. stuff which like I don't do often so I think that that's I like think the other that's part the of first it thing. you have to like start even though you don't have anything to do you have to just start getting ready I know I think that's a part of it and yeah. I think like my lounge like slash everyday clothing also needs to emulate that style yeah because like I love like the dresses that I wear like, I feel like they come up my body like mm-hmm. nicely and like I feel like my like nicer elevated like we're going to, to a nice dinner clothing is there yeah it's i like dressing like that but then it's like, like what's my, your casual attire but, but from that to going to bed i have nothing else in between yeah and i feel like that's where i'm like mm-hmm. missing it i don't know because it's like i don't know i just feel like blah every time i put stuff on which is like i don't know i feel like some people go through that yeah i don't know just the like, whole thing i'm just like i don't know 
I literally told her that. And she was like, why do you feel like you're like, she's like, do you feel like you're in a like, midlife crisis? I said, possibly. Yeah. We're not sure yet. I think my biggest thing with that feeling and like feeling like lost or like, I don't know where I'm at right now is like, I mean, we kind of talked about this last week, but it's like, because I see so many people that look like they're not. And so yeah. I feel like I need to get my shit together. And also I feel like, I don't know. I always have this feeling that like I get overwhelmed with something to the point of like paralyzation to where it's like I can't do anything because I'm so overwhelmed, but I feel guilty of not doing anything. Yeah. Because I want to do something, no. but I physically can't or like mentally can't or whatever. And I feel like with style or with aesthetic is the same way. It's like I know what I want or I know in the realm of what I want, but it's so overwhelming because it's going to require me to like redo everything. Right. But it's like, okay, it's like, I can't start exactly that in between. Period, and where do you start? And like that in between period sucks. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of like still in that in between right now where it's like, I have like a couple of things that I really, really, really like, but I find myself either wearing it all the time or like doing that same thing all the time because like, that's what I really like and all my old stuff I still hate, but mm -hmm. I can't really get rid of it yet. Right, you're not in that because exactly. I don't have the money or the time or the energy or whatever. Right. When I was telling her, I was like, I feel like a part of it too is right now. This is the first time in three years that I haven't had to be like corporate attire mm. during the day. Yeah, so like yeah, now yeah. I actually am able to like dress how I want during the day. Where like I had to dress like corporate, and for them I had yeah. to wear specific clothing. So yeah. like I think that's also a part of it. Plus like again. When you get into corporate America, it can suck your soul and you become like a robot to it. Yeah. And I feel like that was also part of it. Like, even though like I was very disassociated to it, even at the end, like I still think that it was like there. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So like now we're like none of that matters. Yeah. For the past three years, it still did. So like a mm -hmm. month later, you're still it's still going to be like whatever. Yeah. So it's, like, I feel like I'm also in, like this weird place. that's like, yeah, I want to do all those things. I want to change myself, but I don't know where to start. I don't know how to do all these things. But it's also like I feel like I'm at a point right now where I can literally do whatever, be whatever, say whatever. And I just don't know. Yeah. Because like I don't have but, that, Well, Also, like, you've never had to before because everything right. was like predetermined for you. Like your job told you what to wear or what you couldn't wear. Yeah. And it told you how to act or it told you like what time of the day that you were going to be busy and like everything was like pre-planned. And now that you have the freedom, it's like, oh, well, what do I do with it? Right. Like, And I feel like it just was. I've never had to have that creative freedom in my life in these elements right of your life. and it definitely it definitely is one of the best things i could have ever done for myself yeah 100 like i don't regret it at all but it's just like yeah it's like that weird like now it's like the whole 180 mm -hmm. of like i was this corporate robot to now i have all the freedom and i can be whoever say what like whatever now it's like but what do i want to be yeah or do or say yeah and now it's like oh shit because now like you've been saying that yeah and now it's real mm-hmm so I will say like that's a reason I feel like I was able to like figure out my style was because my job I can wear whatever I want right I mean to an extent like I can't walk in there with like a crop top on or yeah. like leggings and a t-shirt but like it's the creative freedom is there it's nothing there's no regulation of what I can and can't wear right so that also helped me kind of also realize like dressing for work doesn't have to be boring Mm -hmm. And like I'm allowed to like just like kind of have fun with what I'm wearing, which also transitioned me into viewing casual clothes as like doesn't have to be athletic wear. You know right. what I mean? Like I can casually wear a pair of like trousers or like 
jeans or whatever and it doesn't have to be like leggings in a tank top right you know no exactly and that's where i'm like i'm in that weird like mm-hmm. place right now but then also a part of it too is like i feel like even my athletic wear i'm like Ugh, i've been wearing it i hate so my athletic long clothes. i want new athletic clothing yeah. i have no money for it but like you know i mean it's just like everything everything yeah. i wish i could just like take it all out and bring a whole new thing in mm-hmm. but anyway yeah. enough about me <laughs> we're doing five dollar therapy today yeah it's a little segment that we stole from some creators on YouTube, but that's okay. Yeah. So w- one of our favorite creators, uh, Noelle Miller, does a, a segment on his YouTube channel called $5 Therapy. And essentially, it's just like the level and quality of therapy that you would get for $5. Yeah. So none of these people paid us $5, just letting letting. It was know. actually free. It's yeah. just, you know. It's free advice from two professional therapists at the level of $5. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just put it on my Instagram story this afternoon, so it's not a ton of responses, but also like, we'll see what we get into. So the first thing, the first message I got is long. So I feel like we just start with this one okay. and get it, get into it. Um, okay, so prepare for me to butcher reading this a few times. Okay. So this girl said, so my boyfriend is in a rigorous program and gets zoned in to the point where it's a radio silence from him all day. I've communicated multiple times how I need words of affirmation, good morning slash good night texts, etc. But he only calls once a day, maybe, and hardly responds to my text. He can't make time to see me during the weekends because of his schedule. So we go forever without seeing each other. It doesn't seem to affect him since he's focused on school, but I feel like I'm constantly waiting around and missing him dearly. I'm the one always trying to see when we can be together next slash trying to make dates and send loving messages, but it's only returned when it's convenient for him in the moment. He feels like the one, but I'm scared of being patient with him for the next year for it possibly to not work out if he has to move around for a job it feels like i'm not even dating my boyfriend because the distance and the time spent apart but when we're together everything is perfect and he loves me that's hard that's hard what's hard about this is like not that i would be like the the boyfriend in this scenario but i get being so hyper fixated on a goal or something in front of you like legitimately busy that you disregard the important people in your life because like not that they don't matter but like when something is right in front of your face or a goal is right in front of you like it's really easy to just focus on that Mm -hmm. and then when the other person because she said like when we're together he loves me it's great but like when I'm not there he doesn't really miss me And I get that because like even with this, like when we first started, like Mm -hmm. I was a bad friend and I was like a bad daughter and a bad whatever because like I wasn't reaching out to my people or Mm -hmm. like really caring about their lives because like I was so focused on mine Mm -hmm. and like what's right in front of me. That being said, I wasn't dating anybody. Yeah, but I saw and I still think that can go into any sort of relationship that you have. Honestly, my best advice would be like, I think you need to see how much you care about him like legitimate advice would be like how much do you care about him if you really think that he's the one that you need to give him grace you need to just be supportive and like I think that sometimes in relationships like it's not all about you and you have to like give and take 
mm-hmm. at times and sometimes at some point in life it's going to be just about you and not about him yeah and at some points in life it's going to be about him and not about you um and i only know this from like watching my sister and like her yeah. relationship but like it's true like it's well especially if you're it's like, not always gonna be 50 50 and i think yeah. that that's the biggest like crock of shit that people tell you that oh a relationship 50 50 no it's not there's gonna be some days that it's somebody's gonna have to make 25 up the 75 there's yeah. gonna be years months days weeks that it's like just not mm-hmm. it so i don't know i yeah it depends on how much you want but also i think that your feelings are valid and if he's not meeting your needs and he's not even attempting to meet your needs i think that's there's where, a difference i think that's where i'm kind of like on the side of is he really the one because like if you're communicating constantly that you need these things from your partner and they're still actively not doing it, like not to say that, like, I don't know. My thing is like, I don't care how fucking busy you are. If I told you that in order for me to like really feel secure in this relationship, I just need a good morning and a good night text. And you don't do that. That takes five minutes, you know, Yeah. like it's not a lot of effort. I'm not asking you to call me every hour. I'm not asking you to like give me a play by play of your day. I'm literally just saying like, hey, send me a good morning text so I know you're alive and a good yeah. night text. And if you're if he's not even doing that, I don't know, like it's hard because like I do get it, like especially if he's in school for like, I don't know, it sounds like he's maybe in like a law school situation like or a like a medical school, school. Yeah, like. like- some Regress. something specialized where it's like i really have to focus i get that but also like i know people who have gone through it and still not been a bad partner yeah you know i mean it's just also everyone's different though. yeah so i don't know there's no i mean i wouldn't say leave him just because of it but also i wouldn't say stay because if your needs aren't being met yeah i feel like this requires a, a whole sit down combo it also requires a very mature relationship totally. and if you're not in one that's also going to be difficult mm-hmm. but yeah it's hard because there's no right answer yeah it's definitely just like depends on your situation so that's that's our advice that's our five dollar therapy <laughs> all right this one is also about relationships it's short and sweet but i love how people ask single people for relationship advice all the time i know well it's so this is this is more like on our end this is more our end so friendships distancing because of them being a new in a new relationship oh so her and what was her question though like how do i how do i deal with that like what should i do basically because she's saying like oh she's not in the relationship so it's like friend so it's like we're friends okay you get in a relationship Mm-hmm. And now you're more about him than you are this and me. And you are the girl who wrote us in. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, man. <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah. We've all had this happen. And they've all come crawling back. Or the relationship lasts and they never come back. <laughs> True. <laughs> I hate to say that. True. But, like, that's the reality. Yeah. I mean, I think, again, can go either way. Yeah. Personally, for me, I think that friendships are just as valuable as your relationship because you shouldn't always be with your partner anyway. Um, Yeah. But but I also understand getting deep into your relationship and not even like. Yeah. I think it comes back to that like thing that we were just talking about. It's like what's right in front of your face. Obviously, like your partner is going to be more important to you. Like, let's just be honest than your friend because 
that's a person who a you're waking up to every single day with a text or whatever with call or literally physically like Mm -hmm. you guys are sharing a bed so like in your brain in order of like hierarchy of your people that's probably going to be number one even if your friend you've been friends for years like so i get that as the friend side but also it sucks always being the person who's like caring about their life and they don't care about yours until something goes bad in their relationship Mm -hmm. so i think that's where your point comes in of like they always come back it's because it's like they get so hyper focused on the relationship that they're in they're disregarding the other people in their life until they need those people again Mm -hmm. because when they get in the relationship they don't need the friends they don't need those like yeah people checking in on them and sending the memes and calling so and I feel, whatever that's what, I was, that's what i was about to say i feel like the other part of it is, is like in friendships today it's about like sending memes and like if something happens to me like i'm texting you or i'm texting my friend julia or i'm texting my friend kirsten right. you know what i mean like i'm telling a friend but when you have a significant other that's your now go-to person mm-hmm. so it also then feels like your friend is slipping away but like because they're not sharing those like intimate details about their day anymore because like they have that person to go to. Um, I feel like you can't take it personally. I, yeah. Cause I think that's the, I think that's a great point. It's like, they're not doing it on purpose. Yeah. Nobody is purposely like pushing you out of their life when they get in a relationship. It's, it's like unconscious bias that they have towards their partner over you. And right. it, that's just how it happens. Like that's the same reason, like you wouldn't marry your best friend, you know, because like, you're never going to be on that level. Like, in, I mean, unless you do. Some people have. Yeah. But like. I mean, you should. You should marry best friend and a significant other. Right, like, right, right. Like, they should right. be that person. But again, but, that goes into like, that's going to be your go-to person. That's going to yeah. be the person you're saying stuff to. That's the person you want to travel with, spend mm-hmm. your weekends with, go out on a Friday night with. So it's, I feel like you can't take it personally, but also it's tough to see. Now, if you think that your your friend is in a bad, unhealthy relationship, that's a completely different scenario. Yeah, that's what's hard. It's like, yeah, when they're in a healthy one, you kind of just have to be like, good on you. Yep, take I'll your be loss. Here. Yep. I'll be here if you need me. But honestly, like, I'm happy that you found a friend in your partner. Yes. Because, like, honestly, that's what you want with your friends. Like you were saying, like, you want them to meet their best friend. Yeah. Like, because that's when the relationship's going to be good. It's going to be healthy. It's going to be, like, very equal in terms of effort. But, like, yeah, if they're with a shitty person and they're pushing you out, I've also dealt with this in Friends. And you're going to become the bad guy, which sucks. Always. And you you can't win. So I think that's where you... What I've realized getting older, too, with a bad relationship, like, with friends, is cut your losses now. Do I want them as a friend? Mm -hmm. or do i want to be their therapist and like whatever you got to cut your losses sometimes i've lost friends over being honest and being like he's a piece of shit and they still take their man's side and that's that's okay Mm -hmm. i've lost friends over it but then i've also just been like okay Mm -hmm. well you chose this yeah and love you and yeah exactly i think that's the point it's like you can still be their friend from a distance yeah and like be there for like support if it shit does actually hit the fan because like that's another thing you don't want to like walk away from a friend who like you can see needs help because then that's going to make them really not want to leave the relationship if they have nobody yeah because they're already most likely being isolated anyway. yeah so like you definitely still want to be there but like it's not it's not making you a bad friend if you are doing the same thing that they're doing to you correct you know like you don't have to be the want to hang out yeah because they're not yeah 
No. Yeah. So I don't know. Friendships are hard when you get older, when partners get involved, because like, like we said, like you're always going to be second fiddle, which is fine. Yeah. And that's, that's just also getting older. Like the dynamic between your, like totally, it just changes. Like, I don't know. I feel like once you hit like our age plus Mm -hmm. you care more about your relationship than you do friendships and not on purpose, but it's just, it's just how it is. Yeah, because it's like that. I'm p- not going out and partying anymore. I'm not like yeah, yeah, yeah. popping my pussy on a Friday night no more. Mm-hmm. Like we're not doing it. Right. I'm not 18. Yeah. Yeah. So our advice is do what you think you should do. So we gave you no real advice. Well, we gave two sides. <laughs> we gave two sides. True, 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 true. Okay. This question says how to adjust to a full-time job after graduating college with the crying emoji. It's definitely weird. I think the weirdest part about transitioning from college to like a full time like big kid job is the whole like your day is just like your days go by so fast. And like when your weekends come, you're almost just like. I don't know, this might just be me getting old because there was definitely a time where i would like just go out and go crazy every weekend but i feel like i'm just so tired from the week yeah that, like by the week by the time the weekends come i'm just like over it i think it's yeah it's twofold i think you need to find a routine mm-hmm. because the routine i think helps you and i'm just a routine person so like yeah like the fact that now tuesday night we're not going to be doing this i'm like yeah it's throwing me off yeah it's throwing me off like from my week already but like i think that if you find a routine i think you'll be able to find more like time in your day essentially yeah. it's almost like you work out before you go to work mm-hmm. i work out after i'd work or mm-hmm. whatever and like i think that helps you like find a better balance yeah and like because it definitely like when you go from college to a full-time job you feel like your time is just slipping by so yeah. quickly especially like if you're working a traditional like nine to five job like you come home and like in the winter it's fucking dark outside when you come yeah home. it could be 4 30 p.m in Nashville at least shit's dark. dark so dark. like you get home and you're like well I feel like I just have to go to sleep or like whatever and so I, I totally agree like finding a routine that allows you back those like wasted hours in your day mm-hmm. whether that's three hours to sit and watch tv whether that's time to go to the gym whether Read that's a book yeah like doing your hobby grocery, whatever whatever yeah yeah Figuring out a schedule is going to change your life because there's so much dead time mm-hmm. as an adult where it's like, I don't know if you feel like this. And I feel like you probably do since you don't have a traditional nine to five yeah. job where if I ever have a day where it's like, OK, I have a meeting at 1 p.m. I cannot do anything before nope. that meeting because I have that meeting, even though I'm just sitting there for yep. like four hours yeah because now i start work at four if yeah. i have to go in so like i mean i can go to the gym but like that's all i'm allotting yeah i'm allotting an hour and a half for the gym and outside of that i feel like i need to wait around which to is go a to bad work. mentality yes. So we're saying do the opposite like yeah. pack your day with the things that are meaningful to you because the worst part of adulting i will say is just the fucking in between waiting yes. periods of your life also, because in college you're always busy my other thing about it too is be selfish with your time totally um because weekends come and they're also normally jam-packed because everybody else has off saturday and sunday so it's like going out going to parties going to this thing now people are getting married mm-hmm. people are having babies people like are doing all these things be selfish with your time it's okay to say no it's okay that you don't mm-hmm. want to go it's okay that you had a really long week and you committed to going out and getting drinks with the girls on a friday night and you just do not want but to mentally anymore. like you're you can't handle it it's okay to say <laughs> no yeah i'm 
now it's also if you haven't done it in weeks on end because of that being a thing, maybe force yourself to go do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying get into a slump of it, but it's okay if in a blue moon you decide, yeah, you don't want to. It's okay to be selfish. And I think that that's another big thing that I've learned going from college to adulthood because, or like working girl era, mm-hmm. because college you had all that free time and you were with your friends all the time and you were supposed to say yes to every event everything every outing going to do everything that when you get into working in nine to five you don't really want to do that anymore Mm -hmm. but you feel like you have to because you felt like you had this social life and you always did it yeah it's okay to say no yeah that's what I've realized. I'm definitely plus, in my like, saying no era, plus, which I need to get out of. <laughs> and plus, it's like your money now, too. Yeah, like, yeah, you're yeah. making money. You're paying for your life. If it's going to if it's gonna mess you up financially, say no. Or just like, yeah, or like your time is just so much more valuable as an adult yeah. than it was like when you were in school. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I just feel like you went from doing stuff 24-7 with friends and you felt like this, like, cool. I'm cool. I have my group of friends. We're doing all these things and we're like, whatever, to like, oh, my God, I only work a nine to five. Like, it's okay. Yeah. You and everybody else. Yeah, like you're not a loser because you decided to stay at home on a Friday. Because I know adults now who still do not know how to say no and are still people pleasers as a grown-ass adult Mm -hmm. because they never learned that coming out of college. Yeah. Or they never learned that in like a younger year where it's like exhausted. Yes. And then they feel like they're pulled in 60 million different directions Mm -hmm. and – when they have a moment for themselves, they also just don't know how to have a moment for themselves. Yeah. That's so funny and so true because like I have a one-on-one with my boss like every morning to start the day. It's mm-hmm. like it's like a 15-minute call where it's like, okay, what was your top priority yesterday? What's your top priority today? Any questions? Okay, good. Talk to you tomorrow. And normally at the start of each week on Monday, it's like, so like how was your weekend, blah, blah, blah. And every weekend because I'm in like my saying no era or just like I'm in my – hobbyist era every weekend's the same i'm like you know friday i uh you know got off work cleaned up the old apartment practiced guitar (laughs) ate dinner went to bed saturday went to the grocery store (laughs) talked to the cashier then i went home and watched tv played the guitar went to bed (laughs) sunday woke up Watch TV, play the guitar, went to bed. And then she's always like, yeah, I did this, this, this. We had people in town, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, sometimes I feel jealous of those people because I think it also comes down to like how you are with friendships. Because like for me, like in you, like we have very small circles. But like when we do hang out with people, it's very meaningful. Yes. And like there's a lot of people too who you will find in your life who still have these very big social circles who are always busy doing stuff and so sometimes i feel very jealous but then also sometimes i feel like they don't even want to do it. i feel yeah exactly like i feel bad because it's like the way she talks about it sometimes it's like she sounds tired yeah like she's like yeah and yesterday like the people we had in town like they went home at like 6 p.m so then me and like my husband were able to have like two hours before getting ready right, for but that's bed. What I'm saying. Like they don't have like them time. She mm-hmm. doesn't have her time. Like, and that catches up to you so fast to the point where like you start spiraling in mm-hmm. different directions of everything. And also like, okay, also for you now, like me working weekends does not help your situation. Yeah. <laughs> I know but, every like, weekend I'm kind of like, ever then, since I started working like mm-hmm. a weekend job too, it's almost like, Oh <laughs> yeah. Cause it's like, yeah, I'm busy during the week. You're busy during the weekend. So it's like, well, 
I know I'm the same way because <laughs> I'm the same way. I like, guess I'll just uh, watch another movie. <laughs> like that, literally Friday night, I watch three movies. No, but that's how I am. Like Monday through Wednesday. Yeah, m- normally Monday Tuesday I have off. Mm-hmm. So it's like Monday Tuesdays I'm like, yeah, twiddling my thumbs. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I went to the gym, and normally Mondays I use as like a Saturday for me. So it's like yeah. cleaning up the house, doing laundry, doing that kind of stuff, and then it's like tuesday comes and i'm like all right no last saturday bro like literally i went to the gym at 6 p.m and i was at the gym and there was like three other girls in there and i was like i'm glad to know that i'm not the only like person like this yeah because like you were working my other two friends were out of town and then that's it like that's my circle here you Mm -hmm. know what i mean and then like when my friend moves here like there'll be one more person added to the group yeah but like other than that like but also she's gonna be in the service industry so that's also gonna be a whole wax schedule too yeah until yeah she has like her other job but like yeah it's gonna be the same thing so like i was there and most the most like funny just like dichotomy of people is like we're in the gym but my gym faces the pool there's a whole party going on at the pool there was like 45 people out there just getting lit like partying playing i'm on the fucking stair climber like that's my lit saturday night watching these people party i was like damn i kind of feel like a loser but then at the same time i'm like you were those people before it's okay to like right now like you're not in that era you know okay but yeah, it's the hardest part is literally just figuring out like, A, what do you want to do with your time? Yeah, it's a schedule, not being selfish, but not being too selfish. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Okay. The last question that I have is, this is like actual therapy related yeah. question, but it's how do you know what specialty to go to if you want to talk about other things too? Like in therapy. So like most therapists, if you go to like, their like professional profile on like their website or whatever will have like a psychology today also has like a whole profile almost like a facebook page yeah so what i'll say about that and i've had like uh five different therapists in my life i've had three and all of them had one thing in common in terms of like their description but other than that they didn't so like i don't think it really matters i think me and Kelly were talking about this earlier it's like you just want to go to a therapist that is kind of a mirrored image of yourself Mm -hmm. so like you want somebody within like probably 10 years of your age like i've went to an older like a significantly older therapist before she it just wasn't good it wasn't a good match like it just wasn't relatable like the the conversation felt like almost like teacher like like it felt and like i was forced yeah and like it you felt, probably felt you were like forcing well and it felt like i was like almost like performative because i was trying to like give her the best answers because like she was like older and i felt like i owed her like yeah i don't know so like i don't think i would really focus on that maybe don't see somebody who like specializes in something that you just have no relationship to like if you don't need a family counselor don't go to the family counselor who like specializes in that and like you were saying like on their profile they'll say what their favorite things to talk about are yeah like they'll, and that's good yeah like because for me my newest therapist who i've been seeing now for like a year and a half like her main specialty is like adult adhd mm-hmm. so like i'm able to talk to her about things in my life that are maybe somebody with ADHD wouldn't have as issues. Mm -hmm. And so it's easy to talk to her about that. But she also specializes in like PTSD and like domestic uh, like 
violence stuff and so like I don't deal with those issues but she's still able to talk to me so like I wouldn't be like deterred from somebody just because like they specialize in something else but I do think them listing their specialty helps you pick a therapist yeah so I've gotten therapists through like yeah doing like psychology day looking at profiles and stuff online um and typically mine's more like relationship based Mm -hmm. like just like in friendships family like stuff like that uh than it is like Oh, like a diagnosis stuff. like i don't yeah. have like a true trauma that i'm like right one specific thing that i need to work through or like yeah i don't have like adhd not a part of like lgbtq mm-hmm. i'm white so right. that's also like you have like things that you can kind of like knock off your list mm-hmm. um i think every therapist about is about relationships yeah that's what therapy is yeah, like it's healing it's, it's whether it's a relationship with yourself relationship with others it's about relationships mm-hmm. um but how i found my last therapist so there's like a couple ways you can go about like therapy. You can do it like private and pay for it by yourself. Yeah, just out of pocket. Or you could do um, it through insurance. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing this one through insurance. And like there's a couple ways you can go about doing that is like one going to like a PCP and then like telling them you want to see a therapist and then they like recommend you to a practice and you can yeah. like go that route. Um, And like I will. I yeah. Say what you're going to say, but I have some things to say okay. about that. And then. What I have now is actually a private practice that takes insurance. Mm-hmm. So when I went to them, um, it's actually called Silver Lake Psychology, and they have it like nationwide. Yeah. So like if you're in, thing. yeah. So if you're in the U.S. and you're looking for a therapy through therapy office through insurance, see if they're in your area. But it's called Silver Lake Psychology, and you literally can just email them, and then they partner you with somebody in your area. Mm-hmm. And I just told them all of my needs, like what I want it for, how I want my therapist to be. I think that's key when you're like reaching out to somebody like that. How do you want your therapist to be? Yeah. I need my therapist to almost be like a friend conversation. Mm -hmm. I need them to give me advice back, but I also need them to be interested in when I'm telling them stuff. Yeah. So if they're like, if I'm telling them a situation, I want to be like, what happened next? Yeah. I don't want them to look at me like, a, like a wall and how and did like, that make you feel yeah i don't want that question <laughs> i don't want that question i want you to be talking to me like a friend like because, a human being yes <laughs> not so, like a patient right exactly mm-hmm. so that is where like that's a big thing for me i've had therapists in the past that are just very like yeah like there's like a wall there it feels yeah. like and they're just like doing their job which is great but i just don't relate mm-hmm. so and then i did that and it's through my insurance so there's like different ways you can go about it yeah but anyway Yeah. So the only thing that I would say about getting a therapist through your primary care physician, it limits your options very significantly. And you're not able to like what you just said about like giving your preferences. Like a lot of that is just relationship basis of like who they work with Mm -hmm. through their practice. And it's a lot of it's influenced by money too. So like medicine. Exactly. So it's like whatever they're, like which is yeah driven by the money because it's like whatever like company that they do business with from the pharmaceutical side is who they normally employ as their therapist through their network and so when you get there if medication is something that you're interested in that is basically your only option is going to be like whatever that they're pushing yeah and so like in the past that is how I found one of my my therapist that I had in college to 
it was like my last year of college to like my first year of living here mm-hmm. was through that. And it was like through a primary care physician and they had put me on a medicine without talking to a therapist and then like sent me to a therapist that also was like, yeah, I recommend this. And I just ended up being like misdiagnosed, overprescribed because it was like that. Mm-hmm. So like, I think that's a good s- maybe starting point if you're like, I don't know who to do, but like, I really like my doctor. If you trust your doctor, I think it's okay. But I just didn't really know my doctor like that. Yeah. So like she just kind of like heard what I said, didn't really care mm-hmm. and just was like, oh, this person can help you. Yeah. But in the meantime, I'm going to put you on a shit ton of antidepressants that you don't really need. And now I'm going to have you see this person. So, yeah, that's a route that you can go. I think if you're never gone to a therapist before, that's like an easy way to get in. And also like it feels safe because it's coming from your doctor. So if you have a good relationship with your doctor, do it. But if you don't, I would just seek it out. Like you said, yeah, go to your network uh, for your insurance and like, even if like you don't do like the way that Kellen said, like with that specific company, like if you just go on your insurance. Yeah, I found them can, through my insurance. And yeah, you can like you can me. find people who will do that or private practice is also perfectly fine. If you have the money for a private practice, I would say do it because honestly, to me, it's like the gym. You get what you pay for. Totally. You get what it you really pay for. is like I mean, if you're going to pay. No, like this is no hate to anybody that goes like Planet Fitness. But if you pay ten dollars a month versus $200 a month, your outcome is going to be so different in the gym like it will be in therapy. Yeah, or just even like (laughs) the tools that you're given. Yes. Like, I mean, it's, yeah. It's good regardless. (sighs) Yeah. Everyone should do it. It's so tough. My thing is, if you get a bad one though, it really sucks. Oh, it does. And that's, okay, so I will say this, and we're not sponsored by anything, and if in the future we get sponsored by this company i don't think i would ever accept the deal because i've heard really horrible things but like these companies like better help and talk space and whatever are very accessible but i've also heard horrible things so i would go to a actual like also to piggyback off of that most practices now because of the whole covid era um they do everything online yeah yeah, yeah. offer all that shit online anyway and it's like not saying that BetterHelp isn't great. And some people I'm sure have had amazing experiences with it. And I know there's a lot of horror stories as well. So like mm-hmm. it goes hand in hand. Now, granted, do we hear, we probably hear more horror stories and we hear success because that's right. how it works. But I mean, with me, like my therapist's office is like right off of downtown Nashville, like right in Midtown. Mm-hmm. And I see her virtually. Yeah. Because for me, I need it to be the most accessible way or, or you're not stop doing going. it. Yeah, that's how I am too. Mine is all uh, via Zoom. Yeah, same. But anyway, I mean, that's the way to do it mm-hmm. if you wanted some help. But anyway, this was fun. Yeah, so if you have any other uh, $5 therapy that you would like to ask us, hit us up in our DMs. Yeah, They're we'll always keep them open. for next time. Yeah. We'll keep them for next time because we'll definitely do another episode like this. This was like so spur of the moment that we didn't have... Yeah, it was like 30 minutes before. So if you yeah. responded, thank you. If not, do it next time. Yeah, we'll hear from <laughs> you later. But anyway, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Society Seven. My name is Kelmerad K. You can find me at Kelmerad K on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And my name is Emily. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Starnzy. I also discovered that my old YouTube channel is still out there. And it is also Starnzy, but there's like some numbers at the end. That's not... That's not the one that you should go follow. So follow <laughs> the other one. Or do for a surprise. Yeah. Uh, 
and you can follow the podcast on tiktok as well we're at society97.pod i think we might be on the ends of being shadow banned so go check that out while you still can right when we dug ourselves out i know and now and we're also on instagram at society97pod or dot pod i think i flipped them i think instagram is dot pod and podcast is pod because the dot pod is our email dot pod is instagram okay pod or dot pod you'll find us somewhere and send (laughs) us a dm because we'd love to hear from you (laughs) oh my god and we also have our youtube channel where we post vlogs and the video version of the podcast every single tuesday and friday Mm -hmm. um that's the side 97 on youtube make sure to like turn on post notifications comment do all the things this past week we did an ai controlling our life for a daily vlog it was a lot of fun so definitely go check that out we love you guys thank you so much okay bye okay bye